Hey guys, this is Russ and Ashley, and this is She Wolf Alchemy. And today we are talking about our favorite movies, our movies that made us. So, Ashley, let me start off with what is your favorite movie of all time? Oh my God, that's a big question. Oh, that's a big question. I think my of all time is Slumdog Millionaire. Mm, yeah. It used to be Vanilla Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw that, I don't remember how old I was when I saw that. But then like one day I realized like like I was showing it to someone. I was like, oh my God, this is my favorite movie. Like you have to watch it. And then I was watching it and I was like, you know what? I've seen better movies. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen this movie and it didn't hold up. But Slumdog Millionaire is my favorite. I just love like I love the story behind it. I love the like concept of how like through living life because that was i mean it was based on a book but just the concept of like through living life like you can gain these experiences and knowledge and things because the fact that they were like how do you know this stuff and he's like because i've lived a dynamic life Mm -hmm. i have never seen that movie really yeah i don't even know what it's about like i know it's huge i don't even know what it's about (laughs) y'all it's a Y'all it's really about, underestimate my ability to be like, mm, I don't care what the world's doing. <laughs> just going about my business. There are so right, many cultural see, references that I just do not know that I should. It's fair. And see that one, I think I did see it because it was getting so much like recognition mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, what is the big deal? And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this movie. And it's like about a, a young Indian kid who, well, who wins How to Be a Millionaire. Mm. And Basically, they accuse him of cheating, and so they like take him to the back and beat him up. And they're like, "How did Who you wants to be a millionaire? Is they got hitters? Hold on, because they're like you're cheating. Woo woo. So they pull him to the side to to like rough him up. And how do you know this? And so he gives like kind of a so he starts telling his story and he gives like how I know the answer to this question. Well, when my mom died, blah blah blah, blah like that kind of thing. Yeah. And he starts sharing different experiences about his life and like how that's how he knew all the answers to these questions. Like they were just versus they're like, well, you're a slum dog, so you shouldn't know things. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds beautiful. I'm I'm not gonna yeah. see it, but that sounds really beautiful. Oh, come on. I'm really a big comedy person. And so if when it's not comedy, it's one of those like a blue moon kind of occurrence type of thing. Like I can't do anything that if it feels like it's going to be heavy and sadness and trauma, I'm just like, I'm good. I'm good. I get, I get trauma for free. I'm not going to pay for trauma. I'm good. Um, but I do like it. I do like it. Every now and then I'll get trapped somewhere, like on a plane, and then a movie is playing. I'm like, ah, freak. Now I got to watch this. And then I'm glad after. I'm like, this actually was nice. This was a beautiful thing. Uh, it's just not, yeah, when I'm choosing by myself, I tend to go for comedy what's your favorite movie um probably probably Kirkland or no 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 that's a lie it is a Bronx tale you haven't seen that one oh it's a beautiful story it's a 90s I think Robert De Niro main character is an Italian American they're living in like the 50s maybe I might be wrong, y'all. Don't know nobody comment under our post. Like, girl, that was 1978. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I want to say it was like the 50s. And it follows him as he's like wanting to be a wise guy and so forth. But while he's at school, yeah, one day he sees this black girl, absolutely beautiful girl, and he is just mesmerized by her. But of course, it's back in those times, and so like, oh, I can't approach her, but they slowly start to get to know each other, start falling for each other, a whole bunch of other things happen. And then we get the the seat, we get the seat moment where like, um, that used to be a thing, when I, at least when I was in like high school, whatever, they would talk about the car lock move. And that comes from mm-hmm. that movie where a guy opens your door when you guys are about to go out on a date or something, puts you in a car and watches to see if you try to go over to the other side to unlock the door to show you our compassion and you think about others. You know blah, blah, blah. But that comes from that movie. Gotcha. 
you know what i have actually seen and just didn't know that's what it was but mm-hmm. it's funny you said just like that scene because I've, mm-hmm. I've thought about that recently of like in nowadays with like electric lights like <laughs> electronic like you know like how do i prove that i appreciate you opening <laughs> me? <laughs> the car unlocks soon as we park which is not right. safe <laughs> right like how do i now what do i do i mean it's <laughs> but yeah <laughs> you 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 show their face on instagram i think i think that's like all we got now <laughs> show a picture that is not blocking his face and like that is uh I'm I'm scared about you i am scaring away all other potentials <laughs> what else do you want from me that that's hilarious <laughs> So definitely, definitely that. But also my person, like, it depends also on the category. Like your favorite movie all the time. Like I have a favorite comedy. I have a favorite animation. I have a blah, blah, blah. Actually, I don't have a favorite animation. This man ruined it for me. I had a favorite movie that I really, really liked. And he was like, I like that movie. I too. Like, oh my gosh, let's watch it. And then he ruined it. Like he ruined fucking Thanksgiving. Oh, like did he pick it apart, ruined it? No, he just did something right beforehand. We were supposed to spend Thanksgiving together and I was just like, <sighs> but also that was a person who like just ruined things in hindsight. Like if I, <laughs> if there was things that I loved and wanted to share them, they're like, oh my gosh, I am going to ruin this for you so hard. And then like, that was our, that was our relationship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was asking, I know like I'm, I'm, I'm bad at like, I will ruin somebody's favorite movie. Like, don't ask me to watch it because I will have picked it apart and be like, what the hell is this? Oh no, that's me too though. Have me and you watch movies together? I don't think so. Other okay, than that, I'm like, movie. Anyway, we watched that Tubi movie, but that's about it. Yes, we did watch the Tubi movie together and we picked that apart. We paused and rewind things. That, <laughs> like, I mean, that's what was supposed to happen when you're watching Tubi, um, interactive yeah. movies. Yeah. You go pause, ride, have whole conversations. Yeah. Did he really just come up out of there? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at that. Look at that. That part went away. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I know somebody told me it was a guy I was dating and his favorite movie was Goodwill Hunting. And I had never seen it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I just can't wait. Oh, let's watch it together. It's my favorite. And I was watching a movie and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was. And especially when there are things, because uh, Robin Williams was a was a therapist or whatever in there, so there was just all sorts of non therapy, just just stuff. It was just I don't even remember Michael T. Bow. It was so, it was just corny. It was just corny. There was. It's also a sign of the times, you know. Like certain movies are really dated by like the tropes that they use and mm-hmm. the language that they use and. The oh, okay. Like so. You know, me and you ruin movies in two completely different ways because that's not at all how I ruin movies. I'm, I'm definitely, yeah. No, I'm like, why would he say that? That don't really even blah 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 blah. How did yeah. this is stupid? Why wow, these people never meet? <laughs> I am the person that figures out the plot on accident and then just blurts it out. Uh, that's, that's his mama. That's his mama. He don't even know. Yeah, no, remember? Remember in the beginning? She gave up the baby, the random person who they never talked about. That, that was his mama. That's why he killed him. He gonna kill him too. He the killer. They all gonna die. Watch, watch. See, see. I'm, and that's how I wrote movies. And then people just be like, ah, "No, I, I do. I know you're smart. Good, good for you." That's how I thought the plot's predictable. Now I definitely would ruin something like that. I'd be like, "Look, I was talking to somebody about this recently. Like how you just know that." If if the movie or the show or whatever starts off with like a loving couple and they're just sharing memories and dinner, somebody about to die. If it's like the drama, like up the wife, especially if it's like a movie about like some Superman or some some action man. If it is a Disney movie, the mama is not going to make it. It, Women will die. (laughs) Further the storyline every goddamn time. That's a actual um i don't like back back in the day there was this maybe they still exist this youtube channel called feminist frequency and they like would assess tropes in movies Mm -hmm. and one of them they called that one the women in refrigerators trope 
and it's it's based off of like something that happened in a comic book where like uh -huh. this superhero's wife who was also a superhero was like found in a refrigerator and so they were bringing up the point that even when there are characters that are like good solid characters like like not i even say we're getting better at making good female characters it has not always been that way and so like yes, they were saying, i was there right even when it's someone who's like oh they have this skill and that skill and this skill when their storyline is to be sacrificed for the male, they'll just be like, oh, and then she died, you know, and they die in the most like, we don't even get to see them valiantly fight. We don't even get to see them. They just dead. And now he gets to go off. And have you know him. what's coming to mind? And I, this is not at all what you're talking about because she was only mm -hmm. in the movie for five minutes, but it immediately came to mind was in Wakanda where the Michael guy that y'all love, he, um, killed the girlfriend where they were like oh we're gonna kill her and he was like i'll kill her next and i was just like it's been okay, okay. <laughs> well, we was just loving up on her getting this money with her and then and then you sacrifice you didn't even try you you killed her they were like i'm going to do it and you were like i will do it let's speed it up and then she just died and we just moved on and we never we never we never talk about her yeah now she just brought that up that's <laughs> like but that's the thing. They just, yeah. So anytime a movie, like if it's an action movie and it starts off with a couple, I just know. <laughs> if if the wife dies, the husband's gonna go on a killing spree. And if the husband dies, the wife is gonna cry a lot. She's gonna be somewhere shouting at people. Like she's gonna have to really advocate. You know what? Now that you say that, I am thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, when the wife dies, they have one silent tear that falls down their eyes and then we never see them cry again. They just, they just, they just kill. They just start killing. <laughs> and then and then they're healed, I guess. Then they end up in the closing scenes on a beach in Mexico. Right. And we're not going to talk about the extended... Oh, he gets to also fall in love with a girl that was half her age that he beats along the way. Yeah. For killing and yeah. avenging his wife. Right. I, and Which I, is why I love Mr. and Mrs. Smith, because I was I just know. like, ha ha, yes. That's definitely, now that's a top, like top five, top yeah. two. Yeah. I do love that movie. But you're right. Yeah, there's a lot of like, yeah, that trope works me. <laughs> Tropes. That's it. Yeah, that one. Um, I was talking to somebody recently about the, the manic pixie dream girl. Man, look. <laughs> all the through high school, all through high school, that's when all the girls were like the manic pixie dream girls, with the blue hair, and like the cutesy quirky shoes. And everybody, everybody wanted to be summer for my 500 days of summer. Oh. Everybody wanted to be the girl from Scott Pilgrim saves the world. And I was just like, oh, I don't think it, like I, I did not like either one of those characters, but okay. Right. Because the, the, the whole premise of most of these characters is that like, there's nothing to them, right? They're literally mm -hmm. just here to be like life and like frolic about and mm -hmm. further along some boring, man, boring man's her story. energy. I can get behind energy. that. Her energy just changes you. She either don't have a job or she got eight fucking. Um, <laughs> I think about what was that damn movie with Jennifer Lopez where she was marrying someone <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> Yeah. Monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But even in that one, like she had like eight damn jobs. She did. She was just this like, and then I remember even the wedding scene, she was like, like, if it wasn't for Jane Fonda, that, that movie would have been trash. She made right. that movie. Like, even the conversation of like, I'm more spiritual than like, blah, blah, blah. everything was so like, I'm so very got it. I just hated it. <laughs> very much. But yeah, that's a trope that like bugs me. I am tired of the 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 black woman struggles through everything trope. <laughs> I am in a place where, um, which is a big part of like that. No, I just really want to do comedies for the most part. Um, I I really hate trauma porn. I really hate that. Like, if it's a black movie, like, and it's not comedy, like fifty percent, it's going to be slavery. Like, it's just going to be slavery. Like, let's. <laughs> slavery racism you know it's going to be the feature focal point in some way but if it's not that then it's just those like i struggle i'm a good woman but he's gonna cheat on me he's gonna beat me i'm gonna lose my job lose my edges but god <laughs> and then, 
<laughs> and then and then she gets a, a nice blue collar worker man who who, <laughs> who the, the moral of the story is that anyways we're not gonna get it today <laughs> I don't want to be that podcast. I don't want to be that podcast. But anyways, um, no, no, I, I'm tired of that trope as well. I'm for it. That's like, oh no, that's that's massaging right or something else. But like, <laughs> but like, no, I agree with you. I don't like, yeah, the struggle movies, the black. Like, I did not want to watch Precious. I had no interest in my life. And then I had a social work class where they were like, we're yep. gonna watch this movie. And we'll Same. It. And it really pissed me off, <laughs> one, to be subjected to that movie because, my God, I don't know why anyone, like now those types of movies, no. I do not want to see them. I am not going, I, movies are for entertainment. I'm, I'm, I don't want to see that kind of struggle and sexual assault and abuse and, oh my God. Mm -hmm. oh, um, made me so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> I too had to see it in the social work class me and neek were in the same class like we saw it together and because it was a movie she was she was not thinking like oh they're going to show this and when the the essay the sexual assault was occurring she didn't know what was occurring and so i was like oh yeah she was like wait who is this i was like that her dad and she's like hold the fuck like she had a whole moment in class like why why are we watching this um but yeah no i um what is her name I do love the actress in it, Gabby. I, I actually really, really enjoy her work. So I love whenever I see her in anything. So I'm glad she got to get that role, break out and so forth. But yeah, I don't like, yeah, I don't want to feel the emotions that those type of movies give me. Exactly. That's why I was like, it just made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, I am. I am. Even to have used it in a class and be like, oh, this is like, first it's based on the truth it's it took three horrible like worst of the worst stories and mm -hmm. compounded them mm -hmm. that that's the thing it's like it took the worst of the worst of the worst and combined into this one story and now we're all gonna <laughs> act like this is which don't get me wrong some people live some horrid existence but like whatever that was too much but anywho well it's um like it's not like this at all i just want to talk about this actually but i i love hate Princess and a Frog. I love the music. I think it's a funny and entertaining movie. I actually think it's really entertaining whenever me and my daughter are watching movies and I let her pick. Like, I know there's a one out of three chance that is what we're going to watch. And I'm okay with it. I have seen it 11 million, 80 times. Like, it's just, it's just, there's certain parts that I know all of the words too. Um, one of these Halloweens, we're going to dress up being characters from Princess and a Frog. I, I need to just go ahead and do that because she asks me every year. But with that said, like, I hate, I hate, I hate it. The, I, just parts of pots, I just absolutely hate. I hate that we have, oh, this strong, hardworking black woman who does not have fun because she's overworking herself, trying to get her business, trying to make her dreams happen. Oh, this pretty yellow dude with light eyes. He's a womanizer. He don't work at all. He never worked a day in his life. He, he just, he just out here just, just causing chaos, just being reckless. Oh, we're gonna let them meet. He's he's gonna teach her how to loosen up, and she's well. She gets love, and then and then and then they and then they come together, and they fall in love. The hardworking woman, this man that don't work, that's just pretty. That's a womanizer, and and then they get married, and then and then she gets her restaurant. He does help her fix up her restaurant where he works for her. Every time I watch it, it just it just does something to me. And I know lots of people are like, Russ, you you too much into it. But maybe, maybe, but that's what keeps coming off every time I watch it. And I love the movie. It's so funny. It's so cute. But I, I can't help every single time. But anyways, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> but even with like animated, especially Disney movies, like there are so many, again, like these storylines are like, why are we telling this to children? Especially young girls. I am so, which that's unfortunate because it's the young black girl. That's like, I'm just work, working, work, work. Um, but there's literally a scene where like her friends come and they're like, let's go out to a party. And she's like, no guys, cause I'm saving for my dream, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, see, she don't ever do nothing. She just work. She just work and work. Cause she'd be wanting to get that money so she can make her. <sighs> <laughs> and I know I'm triggered cause I work with a lot of black women who I am constantly be like, girl, self-care. 
slow down let's enjoy things let's okay now we reach all the goals and we're still unhappy let's do let's work on self so i know that's a big part of why i get like really annoyed about it um because i would like to see more movies and i will go out of my comedy zone to see more movies of just like black women be a black woman just just, mm -hmm. just every day like and and that's the plot like the plot has nothing to do with trauma was trying to succeed with it being the first black woman with going up like i don't want i don't want them to have to be the clara huxtable nor do i want them to have to be the sukiana like they're just, just just a regular black girl just just a regular black girl who happens to work who happens to, to date and and she just happens also to be black just is like and just, i mean yeah yeah just, i really want to support that, especially them just and i want to support more black women being loved properly on screen yeah i loved when Issa ray did a, did a like a love movie mm -hmm. and there wasn't like craziness it was just like here's a story about two people falling in love and they're mm -hmm. black and it's, and it's it was just beautiful it yeah was beautiful yeah <laughs> Nah, so I've said that before um, in a book club and people were very upset with me because, because I was like, hey, I'm just tired of story. Exactly what you were saying. Like, I'm tired of storylines. I don't want to read slave books. I don't like watching slave movies. I'm sick of like, I think that's why I like sci-fi so much mm -hmm. because a lot of, it's, you know, it's, it's aliens, it's green people. It's, it's all kinds of people. And they don't even feel the need to explain why mm -hmm. these people are all fans. They're just all together. <laughs> races this woman is a hero this like there's just so many different things uh -huh. that happen um but i was explaining i was like i'm just like can, just what you said like can we just can they just be there and just be characters in the story like why do they have to like endure all of these things and then people was bothered by me they were older people and they were like, yeah what do you just want us to just act like slavery didn't happen what i didn't say that i just said we can talk about other things yeah. <laughs> like of course you know it matters and it's prevalent but like when i want entertainment such as a book a movie tv uh -huh. show whatever that's not what i think of as entertainment and uh -huh. also have we not done this has it not been done if people have gone to every damn because they was like so what about Queen? What about 12 Years a Slave? What about, why have you seen all of these? <laughs> and the whole damn Root series and the remake and the, why? Why do you do this to yourself for fun? <laughs> Look, and if that is your fun, that is fine. I would just like one more options. I just want more options. But it definitely feels like there was a period of time where black women were represented and they were more on like the ratchet side. And it was like, ah, this is back. We need more. And then it felt like the shift then became, okay, then let's only show the Claire Huxtables. Let's only show like the damn near perfect ones. And I'm like, okay, but can we just, can we get a middle girl? Like she is not trying to be the next top lawyer. She is a paralegal. Got a studio apartment. Hang out with her friends and drives a Kia. Like that's can we get, can we just get her? Like she's just she's just enjoying life. Everything is not about showing them how strong you are, being an amazing mother. Like it's just nope. She just be chilling. She just be chilling. I, I also would like to see her. Yeah, we also give children horrible storylines about love and what they should expect from it. Well, and then also I think it's so important because like i've talked to a lot of people um even recently where i have asked though okay what did your parents marriage or relationships teach you about love a lot of parents of millennials especially it seems um were accidentally showing us some things that weren't always the best some of us have parents that had great marriages and great relationships and we have great things, but there's a lot of people who did not get the best. And I think it's important to show people there's other types of love out there if you are not seeing a good love in your everyday life. And I've talked to lots of people very recently where not only is it mom and dad, not only is it grandpa, grandma, like they just did not see good representation of love anywhere. Mm -hmm. So when people are saying things like no we're happy we're together it's uh there's no cheating we work things out you know we have our troubles but it's a good relationship we don't yell we don't cuss we don't break up every week like we are mature that's just like 
yeah, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a thing. And even if they're not seeing it growing up, but like not really seeing that in the media uh, with people that look like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we like to say these type of things don't affect us, but they do. Yes, you're right. I mean, you only see examples of struggle of. Mm-hmm. That ride or die love. I want to be so clear. I am not a ride or die person. I'm just, the minute you bring up death, I'm like, so I'm going to exit the car. This is, <laughs> I got a whole ass kid. What you mean dying? We anyway. jump in a car, don't ask questions. I have nothing but questions. <laughs> Why we got to do all that? <laughs> Why is that being brought? What type of things are you doing? That this statement has to be said to me. I, I don't think we we don't. I don't think me and you hanging in the same circles. I don't think me and you got the same type of plans or ideas for life. I do not want to ride or die. I don't want anybody to necessarily ride or die for me. I want mature love where we make sound decisions together and we can exit the vehicle when it is no longer a good plan for us as a unit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like recently I was watching something and it was the. It was a love storyline and the man kept saying things like, you know, she's just so strong and I know that she would never leave and like blah, 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 blah. And was just really harping on that. And I was like, why didn't she ask, what the fuck are you about to put me through? <laughs> if you over here, you know, well, I'm so yes, because I know you wouldn't let, well, what, what kind of stuff are you trying to pull that you're mm. like, you need someone who you know is going to be there. like, what is that? Anybody that has the belief of, well, I need to test you first, run. Oh, no. Nah. Run. Don't, don't reply back. Don't. I just want to see how you was going to react to this. Oh, I wanted to, I wanted to test and see. Sorry, we are 10 years away from middle age. No, I'm good. We're good. I really want to really hear you break down more Disney movies and how terrible they are. <laughs> never sponsor us ashley <laughs> oh okay yeah no i have love hate yeah yeah i love when people look back and break down certain movies anyway like especially ones that like we grew up with that were like oh like like love and basketball because it's, it is don't, please don't give me all my love and basketball but this is the time to do it because it is toxic um <laughs> And it's just hilarious how much that movie was like pushed of like, oh, da 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 da. And then when you really, I mean, I remember thinking it then where I was like, so over a basketball game, he about to leave his fiance for some girl. He already, like, y'all already, I guess, because even in my personal life, I'm a, we already did this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what a, not me leaving the person, he didn't seem to have no problems with that lady. Mm-hmm. They didn't seem to be beef in his relationship. But because some, really okay and i just i crack up whenever i see people post memes like imagine your fiance come and say he can't marry marry you because he lost a basketball game in his childhood. <laughs> 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 stupid <laughs> somebody listen like you know what let me save that one for my back pocket because that's that's slick i mean how you gonna argue with that how you gonna what that way <laughs> get out of a marriage she yelled bucket babe i'm just what was i supposed I to do bet. i lost a bet <laughs> literally that <laughs> like, yeah. yeah but on that same note like i mean yes that as well but also just the whole thing around catering to this man's ego like when they first met when they were kids then she beat him and like it, 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 there was so much ego involved and it was like she started out younger being like i don't care about your ego and as time went on she just lessened and lessened and lessened until she literally shamelessly played this man basketball for his heart Yo, this sounds like something in the alternative world they would pitch to be like, yeah, because this makes sense. And in our world, we're just like, they're so stupid over there. (laughs) Got movies about people winning love with basketball. Stupid. That's silly. 
ain't no no because I, I, whenever i have this conversation people are like it's the metaphor and the, it's a stupid one yeah it is and that's like so you saying that makes me think of which is another movie i've never really seen but the notebook mm, yeah like, i've never really seen it either but people were talking so there's a so the Bactyl test you've heard of the, the Bactyl test mm-hmm basically to det- they use it for like women in movies to basically see if they're being represented where you like assess like are are there women in the movie is there more than one woman do they talk to each other do they talk to each other about something other than a man and like that's the mm. test most movies do not pass that test yeah as you were saying that movies was flying through my head like nope 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 yeah. oh wait wait now they're talking about the wedding nope <laughs> no nope. <laughs> I've seen people do like a series of like maybe all of the the ones that won all the awards and just like mm-hmm. go up that year and you can just go through and it, no most movies don't and then there are some people who take that test and apply it to like black characters mm-hmm. and, and and yeah as we know most movies don't pass that test unless mm-hmm. it's a all black cat but yeah are you gonna have more than one black character do they speak <laughs> do they speak about something other than the white people mm-hmm. <laughs> So there's this other thing I came across where they do a a different type of test and they do Steve Steve Buscemi, is that his name? And basically if you like if you swap out a male character and they look like Steve Buscemi, is this okay? <laughs> so yo, it's like yo. the normal, right? That's he, foul. That's so foul. But let's be if if no. it, <laughs> I was listening to one of our old episodes. I can't remember which one it was, but I was just in the car. I was re-listening to old episodes. And I can't remember what it was, but at some point, and this is like oh oh oh, like me and Nico. And at some point I had said something of like, I'm very aware though, some of the things that I think I really like in a romantic are only a romantic if I really like the person, or else it would creep me the fuck out. And that is exactly what is happening here, where there's things that we're like, oh, this beautiful moment. And we're like, if it was not the six foot five God, we would be like assault. <laughs> where are the police? What do you mean he broke? He he broke into your house. He did not leave a surprise on, on your bed. He broke into your house. Right. He wasn't persistent. He was stalking. <laughs> not okay. Yo, <laughs> yo why are you making me feel convicted because Joe on you? girl (laughs) the whole first season i was very aware that it was stalky murderish i want to be very clear about that but i definitely was just like you know but i just think joe just need to be loved properly you know (laughs) if she would have just ignored the fact that he killed all those people for her they would have been like a really happy couple Mm -hmm. yeah but I think as the what I love is that as the show continues to go on, they show you that mm, it's always something. He, he's just gonna find yeah. a reason. To because mm-hmm. when he finds a woman that's down with the murder, he's, he 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 also murders her and cheats on her. Yeah, I'm never satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Well, I- going back to what you were talking about with um, like just movies that have these moments that are like romantic, and then later looking back, and this isn't a movie. And I know this has been talked about to death, but like, yo, I can't watch Sex in the City as a grown woman. <laughs> Somebody like yesterday brought that show up to me. I, I can't. I cannot. I get so secondhand embarrassed that I was like, yo, there was a whole moment when my like 15 year old ass was just like, yes, carry him. Yes. Girl, there's and I I think I talked to you about this like years ago. Weren't you like rewatching it at some point for some reason? Yeah, I was rewatching it. I can't remember. I think I was just like bored of everything that I liked. And I was like, let me go back and watch some of my old favorites. And like, you know, there was like a point in time when all the women were just like, I'm a Carrie, I'm a Miranda, I'm more of a Charlotte. And I remember like being like, I think I'm a little bit of a Carrie mixed with Miranda, mixed with a little bit of Samantha and come to find out the whole time I was Mr. Big. (laughs) (laughs) I had to sit down on my therapist's couch and was like, yo, you, first of all, you're the villain of the show. Let's start there. You're nuts. You are the problem. Um, having that that was a moment. That is something that that came about in my unhealed stage when I rewatched the show. 
on top of this is not romance whatsoever but no there's so many moments in that show that we romanticize that i go back and watch as a grown adult woman and i'm like you're like girl what why was you doing all this what was going on why I remember rooting for her and Mr. Big, which now makes sense because I was rooting for Big. I was just like, yes, Big, make it work. Um, back at the time, I thought it was like romantic that I went back and watched as an adult. And I'm like, this man has literally shown her in every way, but straight up saying it, that he does not love her and that you are, you cool. And you seem to love me. So I'm going to be here until I'm not. I hmm? remember and who came along and loved her. As there were men who came along and loved her. Literally, like, I think that's when I was like, you know what, Carrie, like, I'm done. Because she cheated on the one dude with Big. Aiden, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what is your problem? (laughs) I I can't do this with her anymore. And I think, though, when the movie came about and they got married, a lot of people were vocal of like, why y'all do that? Why y'all make them get married? But one particular scene that always kind of like, even back then, I remember kind of being like, yeah, that's kind of odd. But as a grown woman, I'm like horrified of like at the end of the show, she goes off to be with this guy who's an artist, who's romantic. She always says, I want romance. This man reads me love poems as he's feeding me fruit. This man tells me, I'm, I'm going to take you on a date. I know you love fashion. He gives me the latest designer in my size. He gives me the shoes, the jewelry to match. And then he picks me up and takes me to this very beautiful, exclusive place, blah, 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 blah. And then when that doesn't work out and he sees I'm not having a good time and I just want to be a Jenny from the block, he goes and takes me to McDonald's in his tux because he's trying to make me happy. And don't get me wrong. I know he was not good for her, but still. Grows off of him. He acts, he moves to Paris like Big Dick, except for he asks her to come. She knows he's in the middle of the of like the biggest like collection he's doing for a museum in his life. It's like he's not spending time with me. Even though this is the first time this man put out work in like 10 years or some shit. Mm-hmm. And Big sees that she, even though like legit right before she met that man, she was still, I'm here. I love you. And he's like, I'm good. I'm in Cali. <laughs> single man shit here's that she's happy she done gave up her job for this man everything go move to another country and he goes running to her and we were like because that's real love y'all can keep that y'all can keep that yeah that's a talk about love tropes that's one we can do away with the whole like being stuck on somebody forever like let's let's throw that in the trash let's do that It's, it's really really damaging because because people do it in real life unfortunately Mm-hmm. And I think that movies and shows like make it seem okay and normal, but that shit is toxic. <laughs> well, because you and you know how, like, yeah. and it's a thing, and we know it's a thing because you'll have people to say things like that. Like we're 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 Bonnie and Clyde, we're Edward and Bella, and you're just like, that's who y'all want. That's the couple y'all want to be, right? Wasn't she always almost about to leave him for a dog? Like, what are we? What are we talking about? That's toxic. Yeah, it's toxic. It's not a good example. And also what always irks me about these characters is when they involve other people in their shit. If you know you not gonna get over whomever, please leave me alone. Like, I don't, Why? what are you doing? <laughs> why? I hate that. Just out here dilly-dallying and then some fool come calling, you go running. Just, just stay to yourself and with that fool. You don't have to intertwine other people in your nonsense. That's why, that's why I really want us to do it. Cause also, cause people don't heal. They really think that's cute. Holding a flame forever. What do you prove? <laughs> I guess that's it. Cause, and, and I like that phrase. Cause that's what it's like, like, what are you, let it go out. Okay. Just let it fizzle out. Stop. I know this ain't that kind of episode, but goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> that's just one of the things that just like, let it go. Just let it die out. It's okay. What what do you need to prove by having this undying love for somebody that you are not with and that don't want to be with you? Um, what do you have to prove? I wanna I want all of us to accept the idea that love can end. Yeah. <laughs> I want us to all just go ahead and embrace that and know that that's okay. It doesn't well, make hey, hey, you got one believer right here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a big believer that love can end. 
Because I recently had an ex tell me, like, I'm always going to love you. Bro, we broke up fucking. I don't, why, I don't care. I, you don't get no prizes from me. Because you can tell me you love me 15 years late. I don't even know. It was so long ago. Here, let me ask you. Have you, do you still go to movie theaters? Because I no longer do theaters. If I don't have to. Like, I, when COVID <sighs> happened. That was the most magical thing that Look. came from it. I, I really wish that they would just like just yeah. shut down on the amount of movie theaters, maybe enhance the experience mm-hmm. so that those people who want to go to the movies can have a great experience there. Yeah. But like those of us who would prefer not to, let me see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. If only if it's like something that yeah I can't stream anytime soon and I and I really want to see it like I went and saw I didn't even really want to see it I went and saw Creed I mean I wanted to see it but it wasn't that deep uh-huh. but like there were like three movies out at the time that I was like oh I guess I'll go to the movies just to do something but it's not a I'm definitely not a like oh my god I love going to the movies I am not yeah I'm not a movie person I really had to like somebody had to really really want to go and it really really was something I wanted to see or I really really like wanted to make them happy and I say that to say because like my mom last year I took her to the movies so I went with her because I know she likes movies uh but like other than that I just I'm not a movie person at all I have the attention span of a five-year-old like a couple minutes into it, I want to. I like. I don't want to be rude and pull out my phone, but also, like, I don't want to be rude and talk to you. But like, oh, don't let it be a date, and I'm already feeling you because I'm oh, not your hand. He's so cute. Get your dimples. I get distracted. I I zone out, and then you ask me about it, and I'm not paying it. Like, I just too much is going on. Too much is going on. Yeah, and I actually went to. I had the worst day of my life was at a movie theater (laughs) i went with this guy who i was like 16 17 at the time uh, because i had finished up with all my high school credits except for one by the time i was in 11th grade so i had to go to the community college so my senior year i actually just went to the community college but with that said i'm 16 17 everybody there's world and so i had met this guy who was like 27 who knew my ass was 17 and you know back then i thought i was i was because i'm so mature i'm just so fine and mature you know (laughs) (laughs) and he asked me to his movies and i was like yeah and of course i had to sneak out because he he was grown he had a whole beard and everything like pastor carter is not having that you're not picking me up at my house (laughs) so i snuck out and go with him and a lot of bad things happened tonight but one other thing particularly he it wasn't until hindsight that I realized this man snuck me into the movie theater. Cause he's hmm. like, oh, go ahead, I'm gonna get the ticket. Just go ahead, go ahead, walk through or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So I walked through and I went to stay in line so he could get us like popcorn and stuff. And then like, he came out and then he saw me. He was like, what you want? And I was like, oh, and I told him, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go get a seat. I was like, oh, okay. And then like, literally a second later, he was behind me. I was like, what you doing? He's like, oh, um, the line was long. So I'm just, I'm gonna come back after. And I was like, okay. And he did go back after, but later I was putting two and two together. Like he snuck me in. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in a movie. It was one of the Transformers movies. It was the premiere, like the first day it came out. This man was so loud and was talking back to the screen. Mm. Was laughing like 10 seconds after everybody else started laughing. He like everybody was looking at us and I was just so embarrassed because I barely knew this man and I'm just like I didn't know you was going I didn't know you had no home training baby (laughs) like I did not know your grown ass and I have no home training and he's just so loud and so ratchet that is hilarious no I had a friend like that who didn't like going to movies because she's that person Mm -hmm. like she would be like actually please don't invite me to movies like you you know I talk during movies (laughs) I can't shut up because we did it one time and it wasn't that bad, but she did. She did ad lib mm-hmm. and it was a comedy. And so people laughed. So it wasn't that bad, but it was like she the, yeah, the next time she was like, please, like I, I talked too much during movie. Like we didn't get kicked out of it, but you know, yeah. don't mm-hmm. tell me nothing scary. I feel like I'm embarrassed myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but she can't help it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do that at home, not at movie theaters. Like I have right. something cool. <laughs> this is not the time for space. The rest is commentary. And that's why I'd rather watch stuff at home because I am a like pause it, talk about it. Wait, what? Rewind it. <laughs> like I'm that. But it takes me forever to get. I know. To I know. I hated watching that two B movie with y'all. I hated watching that Tubi movie with y'all. Is that a is that a black and mild in her weave? Wait, wait, why? Rewind. That's not even a part of the script. I think she just went on a smoke break and came back. I was like, y'all, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Please, <laughs> please, let's get through this. It does matter. I love watching movies that are absurd as well. I, One of my friends, like uh, Leangie, is like that's our like thing. Like, let's watch something ridiculous so we can really have that. Like, what? So she just gonna walk through there. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> see, I don't like those movies. I get so easily secondhand embarrassment by watching things. Like, and I am that person that will feel it in my body and pause and turn it off. And like, <laughs> this is a safe place for us. This is safe. You are okay. We are gonna turn on Rick and Morty. Okay, I'll watch some Rick and Morty. Like, I have to do a whole thing because I can feel the embarrassment in my body as if it's happening to me. I can't. I can't. Mm-mm. I know. I know you know. <laughs> not that I'm not don't get it from shows and stuff, but like yeah. Those types no. of like storylines that are just like absurd are hilarious to me. Mm-mm. So okay, so you like comedy movies. So do you have a favorite comedy movie? I'm sure I do. Girls Trip was actually really funny to me. I didn't, I only, I don't, I haven't seen it since it came out, but I remember really enjoying that one. I like Saving Sarah Marshall and who, what is that one guy? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, okay. Forgetting Sarah is Marshall. That, one that for me, like, I can watch that movie and laugh like it's my first time seeing it mm-hmm. every single It's like a top. <laughs> That movie is Honestly, also anything with Jason Bateman, I'm gonna enjoy. One hundred percent. Anything with 100%. him in it, I'm going to crack my ass off. Just his I, his he picks great movies, but also his delivery, just that drive just like yeah. perfect. Oh, also Paul Rudd. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna laugh. I don't care what he's doing. I do. I really need them to stay unproblematic. Cause I, I'm a clean to them like y'all do Kanye. Like I, am <laughs> whole, like if he has a pro, if either one of them have a problematic moment, I'm gonna be like, oh, there's no way he 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 know no better, y'all. He didn't read the man from the heart. Oh, <laughs> but he did Arrested Development. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to change yeah. everything I ever said about the Yeezy lovers. I'm like, I mean, okay, maybe we should have some compassion. I don't know. Um, but I'm like you. I don't rewatch movies a lot. I only own a handful of DVDs, and like one of them is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, I don't even. Yeah. There's a few movies I've rewatched multiple times. Like, and that's like I love Quentin Tarantino films. So I have most of those and I've seen and Kill Bill and Inglorious Bastards are like my top two favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can watch those and, and, and those are ones like if I watch Kill Bill one, I'm like, well, now I got to watch the second one. Like I just, mm-hmm. I got to make a thing <laughs> the whole day. Those are like, all of those I really enjoy. And I've seen all of them several times. And then stuff like, like Res- Resident Evil. <laughs> I don't know why, but like I have all of them and I will, just binge watch all of that like those are movies too that i've i've seen so many times and i'll be like you know what i feel like doing today watching all of the rest yeah but i have another thing for like actors who i feel like they're not acting and tom cruise is one of the people i do not yeah there's certain yeah it's people i don't like Mm -hmm. there's definitely certain people you could put in a movie and i'll be like i'm not gonna see that why i'm not i'm never why them i'm good no, there's um, certain people I just literally will not see the movie because they're in it. No, Cuba Gooden Jr. <laughs> I don't like Cuba Gooden Jr. Now, Men of Honor. Do we need to take this offline? Because I'm confused. What's wrong? What, what Cuba doing? He's not acting. He's just oh. walking around 
And it's like, watch Cuba Gooden Jr. with some some sleigh dogs. Watch Cuba Gooden Jr. on a cruise boat. Watch Cuba Gooden Jr. dress up as a he just doing shit. He just be his radio. Maybe not <laughs> okay, but otherwise and 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 no, and I disagree because I can't like he he doesn't bring the character to me. I just see Cuba Gooden Jr. playing around. And like even <laughs> the only movie I've liked that he was in was Men of Honor. And that is probably more due to Robert De Niro than him. Mm. Like he wasn't a, his supporting actor. That movie would be garbage too. He's always goofy. I just, I don't, yeah. And I feel the same way about Tom Cruise. I feel like it's like, watch Tom Cruise be a, a spy. Watch Tom Cruise be, it's like, they're not, act, they're not acting. I, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds is another one. He ain't doing nothing, just yammering. Oh, now, Ryan Reynolds just shows up as Ryan Reynolds. But also, <laughs> all of his parts that I'm aware of also make it a thing that, you know, like, this This is Ryan Reynolds in a red suit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I'm okay with but I feel like everybody's in on the joke. He's in on it. Director's in on it. Sometimes the movies hint towards it like it's a thing. But I and that's fine. But I, it, it would work better if I liked him. I guess that's the thing about yeah, it. Like, so, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Well, he's still Canadian. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I just don't like Ryan. Reynolds. I don't dislike the man. Like, do you? But he's annoying to me, and I don't want to watch him dress up as all these different people doing random stuff. I just it doesn't intrigue me. <sighs> yeah, he's one I can't. But anyway, I, you know. There was a guy that was on social media making a point about Chadwick Boseman being in every damn biopic for like 10 years. <laughs> and they were like, there's no way that he looks like, I can't even, let, let me, look, now I gotta pull it no, up. No, look, looking up what the real people look like pisses me off almost 95% of the time when it comes to autobiography movies. It just pisses me off. It pisses me off. Right. No, but the guy was pointing out, he was like, there's no way, because he played, who who did he play? Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> hey, Thurgood. He played him, James Brown, and, uh, oh, dang it, who was 42 about? 42 was about Actually, Jackie Robinson. Actually, Thurgood Marshall is your color. What the fuck was Chadman back doing playing him? That's what's hilarious. That's what I'm saying. That's what the guy was playing. He was like, I get that he's a great actor, but like, Shouldn't y'all be like incorporating some? Was Will Smith busy for Thurgood Marshall? Like I'm he did, but again, ain't no Thurgood, James Brown, and Jackie Robinson. He played all these people. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, love his work. Appreciate that we got so much of him. But yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But I um yeah, I yeah, I like some of the out of the box ones, and of course, I like the classics. Um, I like the the Nutty Professor. I like the the Five Heartbeats. I like Friday. Yeah, I still like I still like the classic ones that just remind you of what it's like when you're little. Because I think even like when we talked about with music, the same thing with movies. Like it can take you back to a certain time. There's some movies that I now recognize. Like Woo, girl, I saw like 15 minutes of Woo the other day mm-hmm. and I was just like very aware like I like it because it reminds me of sitting on my auntie's floor with all my cousins watching it because mm-hmm. the bootleg man came and we got to pick out some movies and all my boy cousins <laughs> wanted to watch <laughs> so we were all sitting around on my auntie's floor eating pizza watching this movie cracking up and it just like reminded me of that time yeah, I agree with that. I have lots of it's still so funny. It still have his moments, but like I was like seven. Why was I watching this? Because yeah, I because when you said that, my thought was like, oh yeah, I feel that way about Booty Call. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just like me, like you said, a situation of like that, like a sleepover with like my friends and like we're young, and I guess that's what the grown people was watching, and we're just here hanging out in candy or I don't know. <laughs> uh huh. I got a couple movies like that. Like I have the Soul Food. Mm-hmm. with my auntie and this is when it had been out for a while because we were at home watching it and i was just happened to be laying in her room and the scene comes on when he 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 about to, he about to have sex with cousin faith and my auntie because again it's been out for a while she was like uh-uh uh-uh cover your eyes and she put a blanket over my head but the blanket was a quilted like blanket so it had all types of holes so i got in trouble for watching it because i'm like what, Ooh, what am i about to see what is that <laughs> 
she was standing up. We'll I, let I you know more about it. Putting her hand in my eyes. And I realized I could see it pop me on my head. My mom used to, I'm thinking, so my mom worked in a movie theater when I was a kid, like one of her, like, like when I was like younger and like, I saw set it off in theaters. Like <laughs> That, I'm trying to think, I think even when, I think I remember watching Boys in the Hood and th like, I've seen a lot of them like hood mm -hmm. classics in the theaters because my mom worked there and I was just a kid hanging out at the theater, <laughs> running up and down the aisles with my light up shoes. But um, now there's definitely several other movies that are considered like for the culture. And like, I have not seen them because it mm -hmm. depends on where I was living. Like if I was living with my aunt who was like super religious or if I was like overseas or something, it didn't come there, I just didn't see it. And then mm -hmm. once you're an adult and you try to go back and like, like I had never seen Menace to Society. Mm -hmm. I had seen... Was it don't be a menace while drinking Kool-Aid in the hood or whatever? I seen mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, but I like again, I was I was talking to somebody and they're oh my favorite movie is Menace to Society, like you gotta watch it with the and I watched it and I was just like I didn't need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't enjoying it and I was like, Yeah, I think this is just one of the and I'm not and it may be a fabulous movie. Maybe it stands the test of time. I don't know. But to me, it didn't do much. And I think it's like one of those where it's like when it came out, mm -hmm. you had to be there. Yeah, you had to be there. Yeah, and yeah. There are certain movies I've tried to go back as an adult, and I'm like, okay, like I need, you know, this is a staple. I need to see this, and I'll try to watch it. And I'm like, yeah, I think I just missed the movie. <laughs> I used to date a guy who was a huge movie buff, which was fine. Like we would come over, we'll watch movies all the time. It was expected. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be with him three nights this week. I know at least two of those nights when we get home, we watch some type of movie. No big deal. Except for he would get on these tyrants because he would find out there's certain like cultural phenomena I just never saw. And I, the way I had explained to him was like, I was a pastor's kid. My mm. parents just randomly would go super religious on the weirdest of things. And then it ruined my childhood. Like, and that's just what life was. So like, I think I've only seen one Harry Potter movie, which I saw once as an adult while I was on the plane somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I don't get a lot of Harry Potter references. I, I don't, I don't know all the houses. I can recognize when something's Harry Potter themed because I had to grow up with it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like my whole fifth grade class, the theme for fifth grade was Harry Potter. Like all the books they read were Harry Potter. Um, when we got put into like at our orientation and got put into our classrooms, they did it by using a sorting hat. Like it was a whole <laughs> thing. And. What was Russ doing? Russ was over in the corner having to read Lemony Snicket. Which I love. I, I can't remember it. I can't tell you what happened. I can love it. But that was, I was in the lonesome corner. Yeah. Often they get homework because then nobody care. But I was done over here because my mom made a call to yeah, go talk to my baby about this wizardry. And meanwhile, and I'm like, when I was in, so I haven't seen the movies because when I was in like fifth and sixth grade, that's when the books were coming out. Like, mm -hmm. still, and I and I read them. I read them. I read like the first four or five, I think. Mm -hmm. And then by the time more of them kind of started coming out, I was a little bit older and had kind of moved on to reading other stuff, and didn't it didn't interest me the same. And then when the movies came out, I was like, I when I saw the previews, I was like, nobody looks, nothing looks like what I thought, and mm -hmm. I really loved the books and so i was like i don't want to ruin it and go see mm -hmm. that i'll just keep my memories and go about my day <laughs> i've never seen any of them and i i don't want to <laughs> so this is another one of those things where i think it's just like oh we're so alike but we're so fucking different <laughs> because when i read and this is cracking me up because we're the opposite in other areas when i read i do not imagine the people and stuff i just i just read and and just see the words. That's the only thing that pops in my head. Like I don't have like a whole visual thing going. Just I mean, earth. well, you know, my visualization isn't necessarily like that. Yeah. Like, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and it's weird because you're not a visual person. I'm a very visual person, but for some reason, when I read, I just just the words, man. Because I've heard other people say that, like, no, they don't look like how they looked in my head, and I thought they were gonna be like this, and I'm like, girl, I forgot what they said. He even looked like in the book. 
I have wrote now, four reports on this book and I don't yeah, remember. It, it definitely may not be based off of what the character was described mm -hmm. as. It could just be like who I made up. And I was like, yeah. I don't know what No, but what I'm saying is like, I don't envision anything. Like I just, I listen to, I re reading a book for me is like listening to a podcast. Like it's just words, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, now, everywhere else, I'm, I'm having to tell myself to ground. Mm -hmm. Just flighty on all the other stuff, but no, yeah. If um, if we had the time to go into books and movies, books, movies that aren't like the goddamn book, movies, I, there are several that are not that are like, like they haven't turned the stories that I read from childhood into movies yet, even though I'm they keep saying they're going to make the coldest winter ever. That that now come on, they need to go ahead and and let's go with mm -hmm. that. That mm -hmm. would that would be instant like Fly Girl hit. Yes, I don't even remember what these stories are about anymore. But, just, but like I know I want to see it. I do. Well, let me ask you this on a different note: Are you a person who hates the hates movies that have? I guess what people say, unfinished or unresolved nah. plots. Nope, I don't hate it. I prefer those. Where it's like this impossible, impossible thing. And then they're just like, and then they're better. And you're like, but but how? Well, no, nah, I don't like that. That don't make sense. I don't like that. Like, yep, and, and happily ever after. Mm. Just things that should not happen came in like the day. And you're like, that's not how things work. That That's illogical to the way that all the rest of the movie went. Yeah. No, that's not, I, I, what I like, I, I don't mind storylines that don't have to tie up with a neat little bow. Like I don't need the neat bow because it's not real life. I'm going to be more irritated at the ending, especially when it comes to like rom-coms and stuff like that, where it's like they're running through the airport to meet the person and they gave up their whole life for this. And then they're just like, and happily ever after cut to the credits. And I'm like, no, nah, y'all know full well. <laughs> not like that's some bs because they didn't this 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 and, like i don't like that but when it's stuff where it's just like and they do it especially with shows my cousin hates it so we we fuss about this like a show she's like i hated the ending because they didn't answer they didn't answer all these questions that i had mm -hmm. they didn't tie it up with neat little bow and i'm like so what that's real life <laughs> that's the story how many things in real life do we ever get the real final answer to? It doesn't, nothing ever ends, right? Like, there's always something. So I'm okay with, with an unfinished kind of storyline of just like, yep, and that was the story we were going to tell about that. And as far as you know, those characters just went on about their life and out here con continuing with chaos or whatever is going on in their world. I like those types of things. But I, but yeah. You know how he was being messy right before he proposed to her? He, he continued to be messy after. Yeah, those endings. Mm -hmm. But I will say, though, even on the other hand, I kind of like the ones I this. These are the ones that like drive my brother crazy. My brother hates the kind of movies that like our heroes are met in this like impossible fate. And it's just like, yep, it's not gonna work out. It's just this is where they die. Like there's no there's no there's no way to save them. And then their writer just kind of throws chaos into it. And it's like, yep, then now they're safe anyways. And <laughs> <laughs> and then it can just like move on to the next part. It drives him crazy. And I actually love those. Really? I, I get why they're annoying. And I always try to remind myself like, well, if they died, there wouldn't be a story to continue. Like I try to implant that thought <laughs> in my mind. Especially when I come across characters that I don't think are special and everyone in the show is like, let me just give you stuff. Let me just love you. Let me obsess over you. And I'm like, this character. So the main character in the in the series weeds girl girl that's <laughs> who i was thinking of that is literally who i was thinking of someone mentions this whole topic of like characters that everybody is just like yeah you can get whatever you want you're great you're special Every and, and, no, and it does not add up i immediately <laughs> i immediately think of that show every <laughs> single episode every single episode is just me be like so I do what? I just and like her character, like she didn't, she didn't have great. She wasn't charismatic. Nothing. She didn't really bring nothing to the I'm table. I'm a mom. No, she was just a mom selling drugs. It was so. It was so. Oh, uh, I mean, and I watched that show all the way to the effing end. 
But I, that was the thing where I was like, so you telling me every man she meet just head over heels, give up their whole everything, just put it all on the line. But it's very, but like in every way, like not even just conversations, what she brings to the table, her work effort, like her parenting, just very laissez-faire. Oh, it was bad. I agree. And I was like, and people are just head over here. Like, you know how you watch certain, well, I asked my question, I have, I ask myself these questions when I'm watching certain stuff and I notice something, I'm like, am I supposed to notice that? Like, are they trying to, am I as an audience member supposed to believe this person is amazing or am I supposed to have the impression that I have that they're not? (laughs) I find that I have that, especially with, uh, I feel like in the 90s and early 2000s, this was definitely a thing where there would be a character and they're just like, she's so beautiful. Cause she's so beautiful. She is so beautiful and I'm like, are we all supposed to believe we're all we we all think she's we're all aware like we're all aware this is just an average woman which is nothing bad being average but y'all keep saying it like she's the most beautiful girl in the world and I'm just like I don't yeah and the, but see that's what I'm saying like, oh, I buy into this I guess I'm supposed to believe this for the sake of the storyline so okay <laughs> I'll try I'll I'll take a bite. <laughs> Oh no, but I was gonna say, yeah, I um do though. I like the the jump in parts of that. Um one of my tattoos, Deus Ex Machina. I have tatted on my right arm. And it is a literary device often used in like Greek tragedies. And it is that that plot line of something miraculous happened that should not happen to just flip the script around. And I love that in movies, but I also life wise as well of i don't care what things look like i don't care how things seem something's gonna step in i don't have control over you don't have control over things are gonna the writer has changed his mind about the hero's fate mm-hmm. and she gets to live on to complete the journey mm-hmm. and that is one of the plot lines i really really do actually like i don't care if it doesn't make sense i don't care if it doesn't line up End of the story is supposed to end with her doing these great, amazing things. Plot switch. And we're going to get to that. So with that said, guys, that is the end of today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you are listening. And of course, you can always head over to Instagram at SheWolfAlchemy and give us a follow. Interact with us online. We always comment back or respond to you guys' messages. And if you need to contact us, you can reach out to us at SheWolfAlchemyPodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, guys, have a great start to your week. And you'll hear the sound of our voice next Sunday. Bye. Bye.